Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 51. In today's episode, I will be breaking down what the 50-30 budgeting method is and how you can decide whether it's right for you or not. So a lot of people don't like budgeting and it's not because it's difficult, it's because they lack discipline and they fail to find the right budgeting method that suits them. As we say at Boss of My Money, budgeting is the foundation of your financial success. So if you're part of the Boss of My Money community, you will know that for us, budgeting is an essential tool in our financial management. A budget is the ultimate lifetime money plan, as I like to call it. And the rule of thumb when it comes to creating a budget is to be realistic about your spending and deliberate about how you spend your money by allocating your funds appropriately. So finding the right budgeting method that works for you is really, really important to having a budget that works. There are a variety of popular methods of budgeting that you can choose from. You may have tried a budgeting app or budgeting spreadsheets or templates that are online or possibly created your own using an Excel word um word worksheet or you may have even tried or you're currently using the traditional pen and paper method when i started budgeting i started off with the pen and paper method because it was just easier for me to get started with um i couldn't figure out which you know budgeting spreadsheet to use so i just decided to drop my own using a notebook so if you're new to budgeting The thought of budgeting and not knowing which budget method will work for you, it can be overwhelming. And that's one of the reasons why some people stay away from budgeting for the longest, because it's quite hard knowing where to start, right? Where do I start? How do I start? Um, And people always want to make sure that they're doing the right thing. And that whole thing of not knowing whether what you're doing is right or wrong, it can hold people back from making that first step. So the key to finding a budgeting method that works for you is to experiment, right? So there's no right or wrong way. You want to try a few different types of budgeting and methods that are out there. Try them and try and stick to them. Try them for a period of time and then see how you like them. And you can even make your own personal tweaks to whatever budgeting method that you decide to use. It's important that you 
find a budgeting method that keeps you motivated and that helps you to achieve your desired goal, whether it's saving money, becoming debt-free or spending without feeling guilty. So if you're new to budgeting and you're not sure how to get started, my first suggestion to you is to save yourself the heartache and the headache, save yourself your the time of trying to figure it out on your own and schedule a one-to-one boss of my budget masterclass session with me. It's a two hour deep dive of your budget and expenses. And at the end of the two hours, you're literally going to get a makeover when it comes to your budget. You'll be able to walk away with a bespoke budget that focuses on you and your goals. And I'll also be able to show you how you can get your budget working for you, whether it's to save money, to pay off debt, whether it's to save for a deposit or to start investing, or whether it's to get out of debt or just simply to have better control of your finances. My second suggestion is for you to take my free, not so perfect budget mini course. It's a 40 minute training video on how to avoid creating a perfect budget, how budgeting can help you to achieve your goals and how to shift your mindset about budgeting. And if this is something that you wanna get your hands on, you can head on over to bossofmymoney.com slash mini course. The link is also in the show notes of this podcast episode. And finally, my third suggestion, which is what this episode is really all about, is for you to get started on your own using the 50-30-20 budget method. The 50-30-20 budget method is a great starting point because it's one of the simplest ways to budget with minimal rules. So every budget has a set of rules. I believe that this one has the least. By the end of this podcast episode, you have a better understanding of what the 50-30-20 rule is and how you can prepare yourself to create one. You can actually use my free tool. So I have a free 50-30 budget calculator Excel spreadsheet that you can find um, on the blog. If you go to the blog area at bossofmymoney.com slash blog and type in the search option 50-30-20 budget, it will take you to the blog post of this very podcast that I'm recording. And there you can download and you can use my budget calculator. And it's going to help you to calculate what your 50, 30, 20 categories are. So let's get into what the 50, 30, 20 budget method is and whether it's right for you. So the 50, 30 budget method is right for you if you're not sure where to begin when it comes to budgeting, if you're looking for an easy way to budget your monthly income, if you are planning to achieve your financial goals using a budgeting method that is simple and time-saving, if you are paying down debt whilst also building up your long-term savings over time, and if you're wanting to make sure that your bills are paid on time and that you don't get behind on your essential expenses. And finally, if you desire a generous portion of your earnings to spend on your desires without feeling guilty, then this budget method is definitely right for you. So what exactly is the 50-30 budgeted method? The 50-30 budgeted method divides your after-tax income into three major categories. The first one is 50% for your needs. The second is 30% for your wants. And the remaining 20% goes towards paying 
extra towards your debts, contributing towards savings and investing. So this is why they call it the 50-30-20 budget method, because you're more or less allocating and dividing your income into those three percentage categories. I'm now going to talk you through the four steps for creating a solid 50-30-20 budget. So step number one is to determine your monthly budget allocation of 50-30-20. So you should first figure out how much money you have left over after taxes and then divide that amount into the three spending categories in order for you to know how much you're going to allocate into each pot. And again, you can use our free 5030 budget calculator and you can find this on bossofmymoney.com slash the 503020 rule budgeting calculator. This is a mouthful, I tell you. And if you are trying to use the calculator on a mobile, you're better off using it on a desktop because you'd be able to get a better experience as opposed to using it on your mobile phone. So once you have determined what your 50-30-20 allocation is, step number two is to allocate 50% of your budget to necessary expenses, also known as needs. So the 50 will include things like your rent, your mortgage, your food, um, expenses for utility bills, your cell phone, transportation to work, any expense that you consider as a need and as a necessity. Step number three is to allocate 30% of your income to your wants and desires. So this is basically your fun pot, right? So you allocate 30% of your income to your fun pot. I personally think that 30% is way too high just to spend and have fun on when you can actually use that money to build more wealth. You can use that money to invest and get out of debt. If you have debt, you can use that money to also save. But hey, this is the rule of the, the budgeting method and every budgeting method has its rule and the rules are not set in stone. So I personally think 30% is way too high. So you can adjust this to a lower percentage if you want. So the types of things that you will allocate for your fun pot or your wants pot for your 30% is things like eating out, subscriptions like Netflix or gym membership, expenses that you spend on entertainment, health and beauty, you know, when you're buying bags and accessories, any gadgets that you want to buy. So Christmas is coming up. Do you plan to upgrade your phone or get a new laptop or buy a new camera or new headphones? And also your vacation and excursions. So any money that you spend on adventures and life experiences, this will be considered as your 30% wants and desires pot. So I feel like it's very easy to become obsessed with the things that you want, like your wants and desires and the things that you want to spend money to have fun with. So it's really important that you make sure that if you're giving yourself 30% of your entire income on wants and desires, that you're on track with your six-month emergency fund, you're on track with investing for the future, and you are on track with staying on top of your bills and being debt-free. Step number four, which is the final step, is where you allocate 20% of your income to savings, investments, and additional payment towards your debts. So if you are paying your sort of monthly minimum payments, that would be included in your 
needs pot, right? Because if you don't make a payment on your credit card or any of your debts, then you're going to default and you'll get charged. So you want to make sure that you cover your debt payments, credit card payments in your 50% allocation. And if you're trying to pay this off sooner, which you should be, you should avoid carrying any credit card balances and aim to clear it every single month. But in case you are behind and you have a balance that you need to pay off, then you want to put some money towards that from your 20% allocation um, that comes from your income. So the types of things that you could put your 20% income to is you can put it towards your emergency fund, as I mentioned, your other saving goals. If it's a holiday to buy a car, renovation, putting money aside for retirement, a down payment for a house, a deposit for your home, or even, you know, put an extra towards your mortgage payments and aiming to become mortgage free, you know, before your end term. And also starting a family education fund for your children and any dreams and aspirations that you have, your 20% allocation could go towards this. So there's a lot more that I covered in the blog um, in relation to the 50-30-20 budgeting method. And I actually answer four questions and concerns about this particular budgeting method. Um, I won't go into detail, but I'll tell you what the what questions I answer in case you want to pop on over there and have a read. So one of the questions I answer is, is using 30% of income in once um, a wise way to use your money, which I covered a little bit um, in this podcast. Question number two is how do I adjust the 50-30-20 rule if I have large amounts of debts and no savings? Question three, what should I do if my expenses exceed 50% of my earnings? So that's basically if, yeah, if your total expenses are more than 50%, what do you do? I answer that in the blog. And finally, is the 50-30 budget method good? So it's important to remember that this is just a budgeting strategy, right? And there's lots of different types. And once you know the basic rule of each budgeting method, it's down to you to adjust it in order for it to suit you and to work for you. So like any other budgeting method, it's to be used as a planning tool. It's not set in stone. It's just to help you to plan better and navigate your finances better. So rather than simply allocating expenses to categories each month, the most important thing is that you track your progress by comparing your expenses from previous months to your current month and making continuous adjustments so that you're able to improve your debt repayments, your saving goals, your investing goals, and all of the things that you desire your money to do for you. So now that you know how to create a 50-30-20 budget, you can get started right away, again, by using my free tool um, on the blog. And you can also save it to your computer for future reference. So you can either put in your numbers and it calculates it for you without leaving the blog, or you can actually download the spreadsheet and have it saved on your computer for whenever you need it. I'd love for you to let me know um, what budgeting method you are currently using. I'm very curious and I'm, I always want to learn new ways of budgeting, new budgeting methods. And I would also like to know if you plan on trying out the 50-30-20 budget method. I'd love to know.
Thank you again for listening to this week's episode. All of the links and information that I've provided in this podcast will be available for you in the show notes. And I hope to catch you on the next episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.